Hi, this is Pastor Duncan with today's installment of Words of Hope. We trust you're enjoying these devotionals and that it helps us at North Shore Church feel more connected with one another during our time of separation. Today, I need to begin with a programming note. That is, there will be no podcast tomorrow or Monday. Sunday, as we did last week, we'll have another virtual North Shore Church service. And this week, we think we've got the technical bugs worked out. The plan is for the video to be posted onto YouTube by our normal service time of 10 a.m. You'll be receiving an email when it's posted. Please tune in. We're going to be looking this week toward the passion of Jesus as we focus on a very painful incident on the night Jesus was betrayed. Today, let's begin with prayer. Our Father and our God, we're just so grateful for you, for your goodness, and for your grace. Father, give that to us now as we listen and build us up through this time. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Yesterday, we highlighted some things that God does in our life, specifically in times of suffering and deprivation that should make us thankful. We focused on what he did through deprivation, and through that, the grace he gives us for our spiritual growth as believers. But in the Bible, there are two kinds of grace, and both of those kinds of grace have very much been on display during this crisis. By two kinds of grace, I'm not talking about anything complicated. I'm talking about what theologians call special grace and common grace. Special grace is God's grace to his church that's redemptive or saving or sanctifying to us in some way. Common grace is the kind of grace God gives to all of humanity. Jesus describes common grace in Matthew 5:45. He says that God makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. This is common grace because it's common to all humanity, not just believers. Common grace is something all of us should also be thankful for because in it we're reminded of God's goodness. And I don't know about you, but I need regular reminders of God's goodness. And in the past few weeks, there have been many expressions of God's common grace, his goodness. Again, not in spite of, but because this pandemic is here. Before we talk about some of the expressions of that common grace to spur our gratitude, please know that these aren't cited with our head in the sand. And what I mean by that is, we all know that just as crises bring out the best in humanity at times, it also brings out the worst, and we see this again and again with hurricanes and tornadoes and things like this. In this crisis, the crimes committed that selfishly exploit this crisis for personal gain are not lost on us. However, there have been many indicators that God is at work, showing his grace to all people that would not have been seen if it weren't for this crisis, and that's a cause for thanksgiving in the midst of it. If all of us were to sit down together, as I wish we could, and discuss the common grace we've seen in this pandemic, all of us could throw out a half a dozen, probably, if we thought about it. And to keep our gratitude to God stoked, which is the goal here, it's always a good idea when watching the news to intentionally give thanks for these expressions of God's common grace. Common grace is seen even in fallen humanity because we're all created in God's image, whether we're saved or whether we're lost. And though that image is badly shattered due to the fall, 
we can still see imperfect expressions of God's glorious image in fallen, lost people as they do some, at times, impressive things. Here are just a few expressions of common grace I've seen because of this crisis that cause me to be thankful to God. First, as with many crises of this type, the one that you're probably thinking of right now, there is much selfless sacrifice manifest in people working to help other people. We can clearly see God's common grace manifest in that because people are making a real sacrifice for the good of others. And in that way, they're imaging God. Because of this crisis, we see this kind of expression of common grace in abundance. We see it in healthcare workers who work incredibly sacrificial hours, in many cases exposing themselves and their loved ones to the coronavirus. They're literally putting their lives on the line. That's God's common grace at work in them. And we can praise God for that because these people are, in the midst of this crisis, imaging him and his sacrificial nature. We see it in government officials at all levels who work tirelessly and with very little sleep as they try to stay ahead of the pandemic. We see it even in some journalists who are working night and day to make sure that we get the latest news. This kind of sacrifice, though imperfect, and certainly it's not earning anyone's salvation, they do in some way point us to God and the sacrifice that he made for us in Jesus. And we can be thankful for those pointers, those, those expressions of God's grace and goodness to us. Another expression of God's common grace is in the displays of uncharacteristic social unity across several fronts. You've doubtless noticed this too. Again, we admit that this unity has not been across the board, but it has been refreshing and gratitude-inducing to hear less of the division and vitriol that so often today characterizes public discourse. Whatever we think of the laws being passed by Congress, it makes me thankful to God to see a vote in the Senate yesterday of 96 to nothing on a piece of major and costly legislation, albeit in the midst of some serious political wrangling. When political compromise has all but vanished in America, this was a welcome exception. This is God's common grace, and it happened because of the virus. To hear members of differing political parties actually giving praise to one another, encouraging one another publicly, boy, what a stark departure that is from the kind of sharp-elbowed gotcha politics that so often dominates the airwaves today. Praise God for his grace in that. And again, it's here because of the virus. We see international unity among scientists who are readily sharing their information with each other in order to expedite treatments for this pandemic. We know that this is God's grace because of this crisis, because that kind of selfless cooperation is unfortunately not all that common in other times. A third expression of common grace for which we should be thankful to God is in the increased innovation across many fronts as humanity confronts this pandemic. God has designed into humanity tremendous creativity. And in times of crisis, when the need for speed necessarily eliminates some of the creativity squashing red tape, that creativity bubbles up and real progress can be made. We see this in the medical community as the urgency of this crisis has caused them to think outside the box in several areas, try things they normally wouldn't try, or at least not as quickly. 
Effective treatments for this virus are in the works, and they'll be implemented much more rapidly than in normal times. That's God's common grace because of the virus, and we should be thankful for that. A final expression of God's common grace we'll look at today, we see because of this crisis, mirrors something we saw yesterday. This is the absence makes the heart grow fonder dynamic. In this case, that relates to human relationships. We all know that God has made us social creatures. Whether we're extroverts or introverts, we need contact with people. And the present crisis has limited that as we practice this social distancing. God's common grace is seen that this forced separation has been a powerful reminder to us, churched and unchurched, of just how important our social contact with other people is to us. That will certainly have the effect, at least in the short term, of causing us to be a bit less inclined to take one another for granted. On the opposite side of this social scale are these families that have been forced to have much more intimate contact than normal, and God's grace is expressed through that as well. Now we have to be careful here. It has to be admitted that this is definitely a double-edged sword. This increased familial exposure can be a real trial, and we hurt for those families. But for those in our culture who've bought into lies like, it's not the quantity of time, but the quality of time I spend with my family, for those folks who have wrongly put their families on the back burner, COVID-19 has forced some of them to be reminded of just how wonderful it is to be in a family and how much they've been missing by ignoring their families as they bow down to the cultural idols of wealth and materialism. That kind of thing is God's common grace, and it's come because of this crisis. Those are just a few examples of God's common grace we see because of the crisis. And all of that should remind us that as you see news reports, be on the lookout for more of God's common grace. These are God sightings, and they bring us gratitude and thanksgiving. May God give all of us the grace to be looking for God and his grace, especially in this crisis, for his glory and our joy. Amen.